Let us be attentive. The Lord is my strength and my song. The Lord has chastened me sorely. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's first letter to the Corinthians. Let us be attentive. Brethren, food will not commend us to God. We are no worse off if we do not eat and no better off if we do. Only take care, lest this liberty of yours somehow become a stumbling block to the weak. For if anyone sees you, a man of knowledge, at table in an idol's temple, might he not be encouraged, if his conscience is weak, to eat food offered to idols? And so by your knowledge, this weak man is destroyed, the brother for whom Christ died. Thus sinning against your brethren and wounding their conscience when it is weak, you sin against Christ. Therefore, if food is a cause of my brother's falling, I will never eat meat, lest I cause my brother to fall. Am I not free? Am I not apostle? Have I not seen Jesus our Lord? Are you not my workmanship in the Lord? If to others am not an apostle, at least I am to you, for you are the seal of my apostleship in the Lord. Peace be to you, the reader. Arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to Saint Matthew. Let us be attentive. The Lord said, When the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the holy angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. Before him will be gathered all the nations, and he will separate them one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will place the sheep at his right hand, but the goats at the left. Then the king will say to those at his right hand, Come, O blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. 
Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? And when did we see you a stranger and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, Truly I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. Then he will say to those at his left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you did not welcome me. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick and in prison and did not minister to you? Then he will answer them, Truly I say to you, as you did it not to one of the least of these, you did it not to me. And they will go away into eternal punishment. But the righteous into eternal life. Peace be to you, the herald of the gospel. Good morning. How, How many of us have at some time committed some embarrassing social faux pas? That is, we have said or done something that was socially awkward or a social misstep. Think of things like this. Like thinking... A mother was the grandmother. Oops. (laughs) Or not recognizing someone at first. Or calling someone by the wrong name. Or something like that. Raise your hands if you've done this kind of thing. Okay. I'm sure most of us have, uh, despite not everyone uh, actually raising his or her hand. Some of us feel embarrassed just thinking about it now, although it may have occurred years ago, maybe decades. I still feel embarrassed about a mix-up I had a few years ago at my 20-year high school reunion when I called someone by the wrong name, thinking he was someone else. It was kind of embarrassing. We We all have stories like this. 
But in most cases, no real harm is done. There are no serious consequences. In the Gospels, however, a case of mistaken identity has serious consequences. In today's Gospel lesson, we heard how Christ the King, the Son of Man, when he comes in his glory and all his holy angels with him, then he will sit down on his glorious throne. Before him will be gathered all the nations, and he will separate them one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will place the sheep at his right hand, but the goats at the left. Jesus, the King, the Lord of all, will judge the nations from his glorious throne on that final day. But Jesus' identity was often mistaken. People often thought that he was someone else. Notice the irony we find regarding Christ's kingship in the Gospels. In today's Gospel lesson, we heard about how he will come as a king, seated upon his glorious throne. But what happened when he was crucified? What did the soldiers say to Christ before he was crucified? How about this from the, from the Gospel of, of, of Matthew? Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the praetorium, and they gathered the whole battalion before him, and they stripped him and put a scarlet robe upon him, and plating a crown of thorns, they put it on his head, and put a reed in his right hand. And kneeling before him, they mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews! And they spat upon him, and they took the reed and struck him on the head. And when they had mocked him, they stripped him of the robe and put his own clothes on him and led him away to crucify him. What irony! Talk about a case of mistaken identity. But this mistake, this embarrassment, this faux pas on the part of the soldiers is one with eternal consequences. The king of all is mocked and treated as an imposter. Little did the soldiers know that Jesus was the king, the king that would come seated on his glorious throne to judge them and all of humankind. The soldiers judge Christ, who is the judge of all. What irony. What a case of mistaken identity. But we, too, sometimes misunderstand Jesus' identity. Sometimes, too, we forget that Jesus, the King, is also the just judge of all humankind. Jesus will judge us on the final day, but we often don't want to think about this identity of Christ. We only, <clears throat> we only think about his identity, for example, as the healer of our souls and bodies. We only think about his identity as Messiah and Savior. We only think about him as a redeemer. We only think about him as a king, humble and seated on a donkey. But we often neglect to think about him as a king, almighty and seated on his glorious judgment seat.
When we commit a social faux pas, we, we want to fix the situation or make up for it. We might correct our mistake and then emphatically say the right thing, right? Have you done that? We might apologize. We might make it better in some way. We might look for a way to smooth it over. That person whom we have offended may offer us a way out of our embarrassment. Our Lord, in his goodness, offers a way to make it better. He offers us a way out of our embarrassment. This king, who is judge of all, gives the nations and us a way to fix our faux pas. As we read in today's gospel lesson, we read this. Those at his right hand say, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? And when did we see you a stranger and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them. Truly, I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. God, who is a righteous judge, gives us a way out. He even grants a way out to those who didn't even see a way out of their condemnation by showing mercy to the one of the least of these, my brethren. God can grant us a way out, but we must not be presumptuous. We must not take his mercy for granted. We must not presume his goodness. We must not impose on his mercy. We have to do something, too. God gives us a way to cover up our faux pas we have committed, but asks us to to what? For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Don't forget this. Don't neglect this. Don't blow this off. God expects us to help those less fortunate than us. May God help us to do so. Amen.